Sports and Songs podcast. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. We're on season four, episode number 48. This is the songs edition. Andy, we're going to do a little songs, uh, music, concerts, tours, and album. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you went solo a couple weeks ago on the songs. I did solo last week, so first time together in a couple weeks. Yes. Um, I like the, uh, the drink container there. Now, this is not beer through a straw. Just relax. Wow. So the hands containers. So I'm not drinking beer through a straw. It's just water, sinus drainage, lots of water. Perfect. So we're going to cover um, Alice Cooper tonight. I've heard of him. We call him Vinny. Vincent Furnier is the name Alice Cooper and yeah. been around for a long time, been around for a while, uh, both as a solo artist and a band and, a, and the Alice Cooper group. But the album we're going to do tonight is from 1972. A little thing on, on Alice Cooper before you get started on that. Say what you will about Alice Cooper. Nowadays, a very good golfer. Oh, yes. Arizona, very good golfer. And B, if you don't know this, uh, you can see the posts on our Facebook page today. Very religious man. Very strong Christian. So say well, what you will about Alice and his other stuff he does on stage. Well, his, his father was a priest, I think. Or yes, very strong Christian. So And so I don't know if he, he switched over and became born again or became a Christian or if it was his whole life. But, yeah, a lot of the stuff had a lot of more evil and negative things and, and, and you, know, you know nasty stuff. But that was all part of the, the shtick. That was the character. He is a, a phenomenal guy, a phenomenal human being. Um, very good, very good well, guy. Funny thing, where I heard this interview, you can find it on YouTube. He, again, picture, if you will, those of us in our age, Go back 20 years. Alice Cooper sitting down with Dan Rather. Yes. But it was a recent interview in the last 10 years, five years. That's where her lot is about Alice, his faith, what he thinks of his music. If you could YouTube that and find it, it's not on the screens, but that's your homework. That's Dan what, Rather interviews Alice Cooper. Yeah, uh, good guy. Uh, and still pumping out. Music. We did an album review yeah. of Detroit Stories just last year, and then his yeah. new album is called Roads, I think. Yep, it's just out now. So Still he's a very, keeps on keeps on rocking. So tonight's yep. album is Schools Out, and there and there's a lot to cover here, Andy. I'm going to bring this up here. Here's the okay. album cover, and this itself, this album cover, is pretty sweet. It's a school. It's a desk. It's a desk. Uh, uh, the old wood desk that flips up and all the carvings in it. And it relates to the members of the band, the initials of the members of the band. And everyone knows the song Schools right. Out, right? You know, that's a very popular song, very popular. But this is the album called Schools Out. Now, the song happens to be on this, but the review we're doing tonight is the actual album itself. This was 1972, released in June. It was the fifth studio album by American rock band Alice Cooper. Um, the single Schools Out reached number seven on the Billboard Top 100, reached number three in the Canadian, went to number one in the UK. Ian Chapman um, has put forth a theory that he thought that this was a concept album about youth lost when leaving school. And he makes a good point. When I listened to the album for the review here, you know, all the, all the, the theme uh, is, has a common thread running the theme of all the songs here. And it's about, it's almost something that could be a concept album or a, uh, it, it could be a Broadway musical 
this whole album, a kind of a deal like that. So that's the songs all connect. They all are kind of woven together. Now, the original album cover had the sleeve opening in the manner of a wooden school desk, similar <clears throat> to Thinks, School Stinks by Hot Legs, released two years earlier. So that was 1970. And um, so they kind of mimicked that. The vinyl record inside on the Alice Cooper album, uh, School's Out, was wrapped in a pair of panties, Andy. Yes. Though this was later discontinued as the paper panties were found to be flammable. Right, that's... And the desk uh, photograph for this album cover is actually on display at the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. This actual school desk that they carved all of this in and um, made that photo of the album cover. Very good. I love... I'm a much of a... Uh, as, as big of an album cover lover as anyone else out there andy but this is another good one it's it's the artistic side of it is in very interesting <coughs> now the title track of course remains the most performed song in alice cooper's live shows um but like in, a, in accordance with the conceptual nature of the schools out the album has overall a smaller representation of his live set list than some of the albums called love it to death killer billion dollar babies or welcome to my nightmare. So on tour, in concert, you will not see a lot of these songs. Just just schools out. The rest of these are not played very often on this album. So once again, it came out 1972. The album, Andy, the LP, 36 minutes and 56 seconds long. Not a lot of guitar solos. Nope. Nope. And it's considered hard rock, glam rock, actually. Glam. That's the part I got a problem with. Okay. Okay, and it's Warner Brothers. And, you know, the famous Bob Ezrin produced this. Bob Ezrin, longtime Kiss uh, producer. So let's go through the tracks. This is, you know, once again, it's side one and side two because of the old LP back then. But I'll just go through them yep. in order. School's Out. Everyone knows that. Very good, uh, very popular song. One of the songs that got me and myself actually into Alice Cooper. But uh, next song is Looney tune next song gutter cat versus the jets it's kind of a that song is kind of the the, the local uh gangs kind of think of uh the outsiders uh if, yep. if you will um next song is street fight it's a 55 second instrumental called street fight and the next song is blue turk side two is my stars next song is public animal number nine Next song is Alma Mater. So these all have school, kind of gang-related school youth, um, you know, teenage concepts here on this. And the very final song is called The Grand Finale, also an instrumental. But now this one's four minutes and 20 seconds. <coughs> but, but Andy, it's, it's really, it's nine tracks, two instrumentals, one long, one short. So it's, it's seven songs. It's, it's, it's really seven songs is all that really is the popular one and then the other ones so andy what i did was go through on youtube and listen to these one at a time uh, and, and what i like to do is read the comments the, the best thing to do on an album review is read the comments because those are the, where the true fans are and i yep. i read some stuff that blew me away that you know once again the 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 big hardcore alice cooper fans do not like the song schools oh it's been played to death played to death but Boy, that song, My Stars, Public Animal, number nine. Um, you know, Gutter Cat versus the Jets and Looney Tune. 
very impactful songs for people, very important songs. Very, these guys were musically gifted. And if you know, listen to the entire album, the the bass work, the Dennis Dunaway on the bass. And so on the album cover there, the engraving his is the D D the uh, is yep. the uh, his initials. But Alice Cooper on vocals, of course, Glenn Buxton lead guitar, Michael Bruce rhythm and keyboards. Dennis Dunaway bass. It's it's some unreal bass and the Neil Smith on the drums. And you know, we know that Bob Ezrin produced this, also played keyboards on a bunch of the songs, also wrote some of the songs and helped. But they say that the way that this album was polished up and and perfected before it got released in 1972 really made the Alice Cooper band uh, uh, the real deal. Um, these were these were good musicians. Some quotes I read, Andy, was Dennis Dunaway, one of the most underrated bassists in the history of rock music and hard rock music. Now, I didn't know that. I never actually didn't didn't know him, I guess, uh, to some extent before even doing the album review. I knew, you know, Alice Cooper, but I did not know that they were really known for their musicianship. I knew it was the theatrics. It was right. Alice Cooper playing a part, playing a role, and they had some wild theatrics. But I never heard anything real good about the band itself. But this, the comments... Very, very talented guys. So I went online and bought the remastered edition of this on a CD format. It comes on a two-disc CD. Disc two is all live songs. Oh, wow. Recorded in 1972. So I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to have you uh, let you borrow that sometime and take a listen. I think it's going to be some good stuff because uh, these songs are actually very good. I was very interested in, uh, surprised, actually, at how talented these guys were. And this was 1972, early 70s. Right. Uh, very, very interesting. So they released the singles they released were schools out in April of 20, April 26, 1972. So they had to get that out before, uh, you know, May, uh, yep. before May and June hit. So that was the theme. Everyone in those, yeah. in those days, that was the song that every fifth grade student knew. And, you know, seventh grade student, they all knew the song schools. That song came out like three months before the album. So. Yes, the album was out on June 30th, and this was released April, uh, April 26th, and that was it. They just had the one, the one single. It got played to death. Uh, what do you know about the album, Andy? You know, like I said, I heard stuff about the the album being wrapped in panties or paper panties, and that was kind of an issue. But I always loved the, the album cover, the desk. I had a desk like that at home for doing homework at that the old man picked up somehow, being a barter or trader that he was. I didn't have the drawings on it like that, but I had that same type of desk. And then once I found out the album cover later on, I always kind of knew what my brother was envious of my desk. You know. Oh, yes. But, you know, like I said earlier, they called this glam rock. In 1972, I don't think we had glam rock yet. So I think that's a title that was given later on. And I got a problem when they give the newer titles to older bands. That book, if you went back and said, hey, you know, really, this band from 1972 was punk rock. No, it wasn't. There wasn't punk rock yet. Shut up. You know, when you backdate labels on bands, it bothers me. He was beginning of hard rock, if you will. But theatrical and concept albums, some say they were, some say they weren't. Because if it was a concept album, wouldn't he do more of the songs in, in his shows than just schools out? Wouldn't he put out a whole show of all the others, you'd think? But that's me. Yes, I do enjoy the other songs on there. They're great to listen to. And 
with this one too, it being album format again, you got your popular song at first, and you just kind of want to listen to the rest of it then. I've already I went through the hassle of putting the album on the record player. The first song was played. I want to listen to the rest of it now. You know, so good marketing on that point because the way you can skip songs on album, if the re released song is the third one, you just go straight to that third song, kind of like on a CD. But on a vinyl, you'll listen to the whole thing. You know, such a clean sound too. Yeah, and I think that, you know, you're a big fan of Bob Ezrin as well, I'm assuming. And then he does such good work. And this was, from what I what I read, he really cleaned it up in, in the mixing and the producing. And when this thing hit the shelves, uh, people liked it. The music, it came out really clean. They weren't known for being perfectionists with the Alice Cooper band. I think they just were. They didn't go back to make it perfect. That's just how they were. Not saying they were the perfect band that came out wrong. They were just so professional when they did it. It was always the same guys. You knew who was doing what. So it came out very nice. Yeah, it's uh yeah, you see the the initials there on the album uh, GB yeah, there in the center is Glenn Buxton, N Smith, that's Neil Smith, the drummer, AC is Alice Cooper, DD is Dennis Dunaway, and uh Michael, there uh, written in all caps is uh Michael B, Michael Bruce, mm -hmm. and then some random um, uh, scratches and letterings on that with the big heart school, schools out with Alice Cooper. Very genius album cover. Love it. Yeah. All right. What have you got for um, music news? I got some other stuff. You want to flip me over to my my page, my my tab. Here we go. Here it Here is. Let's start with a couple different things here. I posted this on social media. That's why I started to stay off right. This is Anna Hobbs in those eyes. We all remember those eyes from high school. Yes. Got us through many a nights. <laughs> many an afternoon after school. Get home, watch the video countdown just to see that look on her face. And if you look at her today, she ain't changed much. Hair's not as poofy, but that's about it. Wow. Speaking of Alice Cooper. Back on October 8th, earlier today, Sunday, October 8th, Nita Strauss went to her social media. I said, hey, everybody, got lots of messages about my whereabouts after last night's Alice Cooper show. And unfortunately, I have some bad news to share. Sadly, I've come on this next few shows to her to illness. She never said the COVID word. because if it was COVID, you know, the whole band would be shut down. So it's not that. People just get sick, boys and girls. So, but it, like I've said before, I've dropped Nita's name before. If you get a chance to see Alice Cooper. Go see it just for her. You can find her solo stuff on social media, which I plug on the, our Facebook page a lot. Listen to it. And she's a very a health nut. I mean, yeah. um, this is not because she's sick of not taking care of her body. Yeah. She works out and exercises. Yeah, look at her. She's very fit. And the health food that she eats, uh, there was a YouTube video of her giving a tour of the tour bus on one of the tours. Yeah. And it was all health food and vitamins and whatnot and yep. and water and and sports drinks energy drink i'm not energy but sports drinks gatorade and whatnot uh, yep. i was surprised at how healthy these guys are <clears throat> so best wishes to her go ahead best wishes to her uh, on getting healthy she's a big football fan too like i said before she plays a lot of stuff for the los angeles rams for national anthems and stuff like that 
I'm sure with hockey starting now, you'll see her at a Kings game doing national anthem. So in the LA area, you catch her a lot in between shows. She also, like we reported earlier, is touring with Debbie Lovato also. So she plays lots of different music. Great person. So, Great shredder on the on the yeah. acts there. That's it. Put this picture up of Willie Nelson. Only Willie would look perfectly normal in the situation. <laughs> and you know, when I first saw that thing, I had to look twice to see where Willie was. He just kind of blends in there. He's the only one not showing teeth, really, if you look great, at Great. Yes. Great shot. And now you go, what does that have to do with songs? Joe McMahon and Tommy Kramer, October 26th, Thursday night private party. Music by Free Fallen, Tom Petty tribute band. So there you go. So there's the music tie in. Great Friend venue. The, great venue there, Route 47. Front of the program, Tommy Kramer, TommyKramer9.com for tickets. Some concerts coming up at Medina. Like we said, if you're at Medina, you stop at Robert's Bar and Restaurant beforehand or after if the show gets out early enough. And if you're down there afterwards, tell them Sports and Song sent you. Yes. We're kind of famous with the popular with the kids there. Tomorrow night, Thunderstruck. ACDC. Oh, okay. You're going, right? Yes. I will be there. Uh, me and Lisa from the commissary are going to be there. And like like we've suggested, like most people, we are staying at the Medina Inn afterwards. Now you've seen them pesky kids before, but never thunderstruck, right? I let me. I've walked out on those pesky kids before. Yes, I saw like four songs in and said no and left. Oh really? Okay. Because I wanted to go see them originally. Legacy of the Loud opened up for them, blew me away. And then pesky kids couldn't hold a candle to them, so I left after four songs. Said no way. I saw what yeah. I wanted to see. And that is what happens. Uh, yeah, sometimes. sometimes that first band's too good. Yeah, and that's not even a shot on them pesky kids. No, sometimes you get a great performance at the beginning, and it just doesn't hold candles. So, yep. So Thunderstruck should be good. I've always wanted to see these guys as well. I'm hoping to next time when they're in uh, in town. But it's an ACDC tribute band. Very good. From national what? act too, not just local. They're a national act. They're okay. Okay. The next night, free falling like we just talked about. Tom Petty at Medina. The following week on Friday, Bohemian Queen, Queen tribute band. Heard lots of good things about them. The following night out at Medina, Night Moves, Bob Seger. If you're into the Bob oh. Seger stuff. Wow. A, a Bob Seger tribute band. I don't think I was aware of this, yeah, but that would be very interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Maybe kind of cool one to go to. Night Moves. Great title. Couple birthdays this week I want to share that I thought were kind of neat. Kind of touching on some of Dan's favorites and some of my favorites here. Musically. Jeff Keith, lead singer of Tesla. Oh, one of the best. Jeff birthday Keith. Today. So there, happy birthday to him, young man. And here's, you know, all the years I can't believe I never heard this, but Sammy Hager and David Lee Roth, within days of each other, different years, of course. Okay. So we can have the birthdays, the 10th and the 13th. Roth, Mr. Roth. Wow. When I'm 76, I want to look as good as Sammy Hagar. Look at that. Yes. I don't look that good now. That's awesome. I don't, I don't drink enough tequila, I think, is my problem. <laughs> and David Lee Roth, he looks like he's, yeah, he's just coming he, out of rehab or something. Yeah, he looked good back in the day, but not so much now. But Hagar looks phenomenal. Yes. 
that's what I got. Like I said, it, fans are kind of opening up with their different stuff. The outdoor season has ended for the tribute bands, bar bands, stuff like that. So it's back to the, the Medinas of the world and uh, the small venues, the casinos, if you will, to follow. Also, another birthday I forgot to mention on there. Happy birthday to Happy from Hairball. His birthday was this week. so. Oh, really? Okay. Happy birthday, young man. Cancer yeah, survivor. It is, you know, it is October 12th, 2023 today, so we're in that uh, you know mid-October. The outdoor shows are done here in the Midwest. It's all indoors here going on into the wintertime. In fact, I got one more show here. I, I was looking up other stuff before the show. Speaking of Alice Cooper, October 26th at the Parkway Theater, Almost Cooper, an Alice Cooper tribute show. Now, this group, Almost Cooper, if you go see them, they have been blessed with holy water by Alice Cooper himself that they do the good show. See? Alice himself has seen them, said, nice work, boys. So... Well, given the rubber team. stamp of approval. Nice. That would be a good show to see. Almost Cooper, October 26th, Parkway Theater. He's pretty local, so you'll see him quite a bit throughout the winter. You can probably catch them. If you're an Alice fan, go catch the boys there. Excellent. I so, like the I said, guy I, that used to be in Hairball. So, yes. Okay. And like I said, I ordered that CD. I'll, I'll give it to you and I'll do a little review here in the next week's show when we get it be, because it's the, it's the remastered uh, edition of. Yeah of an album that's already done very good by Bob Ezra, but that second disc is all live tracks. And I don't, uh, I think that'll I don't be interesting. that later on in the break room because Oswald will get it and you'll never see that CD again. Never see it again. And all yeah. new, the liner notes I'm very interested in reading, right. but I'll hand that off to you to do some homework on that because uh, I don't think that was an album that your older brother had. I, yeah, and if he did, I said, it was, okay, what, 72? So I was two at the time, so I was not allowed within 50 feet of his stuff. Because, of course, he was nine, ten years old. I don't then. know if you even would have had this. You should ask him, but... Uh, if I did, he probably pawned it off well before I got into the needing that stuff. Uh, <coughs> I was aware of it. Was it. Oh, good. Well, that's it. That's the show for tonight. Please leave your comments below and requests for future uh, reviews in yeah, the comments yeah. section. All right. Have a good one. See That's ya. true.